Hello, how are you? It's me, Shauna Bryant, the host of your popular in-your-face podcast called The Possibility Show, and I'm so excited about today's episode. Um, this one is uh, really interesting coming from me, so I'm kind of like the self-proclaimed self-care master or self-care um, expert, if you will, um, and I'm going to dive in about what even the hell that means and really go against, go against this culture of self-care. Um, I really invite you to stay till the end because I'm going to maybe give you a homework assignment or something to ponder and think of, maybe journal, um, that really kicks the self-care idea and the premise into really taking it and making it your own. Um, so I invite you to stay and it's going to be a good one. Welcome to the Possibility Show. How are you? It's been a minute. Um, I feel like I'm back to back to back to back um, recording episodes, and um, I just wanted to come on here with this. This one's not going to be a long one, um, maybe 30 minutes, but let's talk. So the the title of this podcast, excuse me, is Self-Care is Bullshit. And I know you're just like, you might be thinking, whoa, whoa, what's this chick talking about? You know, I've seen her Instagram page and she, you know, claims that she's the self-care expert and she talks about her story of having her burnout and her breakdown, I think it was around eight years ago. Like, what the hell is she even talking about now? So let's really unfold this and unpack it and see where you can put your shoes on and, and take this into your own life and see how this relates to you. Remember, everything always begins and ends with you. That's my first thing that I'm going to say. So self-care is bullshit. What is this? What are you, what are you even talking about, Shauna? We all know most women, because most people that listen to this and the, the community that I have and the one-on-one -on -one and the clients and stuff are mostly women. So I'm speaking to women because I am a woman. I can share my experiences as a woman to help you, if you've experienced something like this, help you learn different ways to cope and to change your stories, right? So self-care is bullshit coming from the self-care master, whatever you want to say. And the reason is, is because we all know we should be, quote unquote, right? We should be taking care of ourselves. That's what self-care is, right? Um, but there's, God, we could go so many different ways with this because it can be, <laughs> look at the, okay, I think it was the last episode or the, maybe the second ago episode, and it was like, take your, take care of yourself every once in a while, right? Like, there's this culture that presses upon women, men, I don't know, I'm not a man, so I don't get it, but presses on women that like, yeah, you deserve to take care of yourself every once in a while. But if you really dive into self-care and what it, what does that even mean? What does self-care actually mean? Does it mean bubble baths? Does it mean massages? Does it mean chocolate? Does it mean getting your hair did or your nails did, right? Does it mean, what does it actually mean? And I think if we can look at what self-care means, then we can really unravel all of this self-care is bullshit. So for me, self-care, and you can answer this yourself, what does self-care mean to you? Self-care means to me, as I've been on this journey for about eight years now, 
it doesn't mean those things because those things will not heal a, a lifetime of dysfunction and trauma and abuse and childhood shit and um, toxic relationships and awful work environments and all of that stuff. That on a weekend to go get an hour massage will not heal that. Does that make sense? So when we've talked before, it's all great and dandy. Like get a flipping massage. Yes, it's a regular part of my monthly routine. Go get your chocolate. Go get your bathtub. I, I take Epsom salt baths, I would say a few times a week um, because it's good for you. It de detoxifies me, whatever, and it relaxes me. I listen to meditations in there. I read, it's my little cocoon in there, right? But if we just look to that, if, if that's all we're worth is taking a bath, and, and a lot of women can't even do that, right? So we're really bumping up this culture of this whole take care of yourself every once in a while and taking or pushing up against this self-care idea. Because we all know we should be taking better care of ourselves, right? Like we all know that, right? I, I had the last, the since I transitioned from a food blogger to really like more of um, self-care kind of transformational personal development coaching, I have been trying to pull along these women and sell these women on quote unquote self-care right? But no one really truly knows, or, or excuse me, truly needs how to take care of themselves. They don't need a course on taking care of themselves, right? You know what to do. You know how to pause. You know how to reflect. You know how to exercise. You know what you should be doing. So my question for you, if you're struggling with anything, if the last two years, you know, have really impacted you, if you're just feeling kind of shitty or ho-hum or, or just maybe in a, in a, you know, having these kind of funky thoughts or whatever, just really down. My invitation for you to, is to look at and be honest with yourself about number one, your routine. What is your self-care routine, right? What is your, what is your devotion to yourself? And, and when, when I was doing my self-care challenges, we would do like, um, you know, five-day self-care challenge or 30-day or whatever. I don't even remember what it was. This was so long ago. Um, and I even had a membership that was all about self-care. And we went on live. I think each, uh, each month or each week we had a different theme. But that's all fine and good on the outside. You know, like I can better manage my time. I can better um, learn how to eat less processed foods, like meal planning. I can better um, myself through exercise. I can, there's, you know, like making, making myself or making yourself a priority. We all know what we need to be doing, right? So then why don't we do it? That's this whole, that's the whole, you know, theme of this. That's why I call bullshit on self-care. It's because it has to be something deeper. It has to be you really, truly devoting your life. And I know this is going to seem way out there. Like what WTF is she talking about? I have kids. I have a husband. I have a partner. I have a full-time job. I have obligations out my rear end how what is what are you even talking about and i and i want to let's 
let's really dive into that about you being devoted to yourself. I love the word devoted more so than committed. Committed seems to me like it's a um, uh, more of a masculine kind of like, oh, I'm committed to this, you know, but devoted is like, there's some, there's some sensuality. There's some real gut. Oh, just there's some a hook in there, right? That's so much more emotional. And, and as you know, I'm an emotional creature. Um, you might be as well, but that, that hits me. It hits me right in my gut, in my belly. So if you know then that you're supposed to be taking care of yourself, yet you push it off to the side. Literally, I've been dealing with this for women for I think three or four years now. But like it was always, it was what what I noticed in my membership and in all of my challenges, it was like, I'll do that later. I'll take care of myself later, you know? And then then you keep pushing, it's like a cycle, like a, like a merry-go-round. It's like, I'll get that later. And it's just this loop that just goes on. It's like, you're on a record. We have a record player, it's from the mid-century. And um, it just goes like, and it's like going and going and going because later never comes, right? Because it's, if you don't make yourself a priority, then everything else will become your priority. Other people will make you your prior, make you their priority. So your schedule is wrapped around theirs. It's, it's so interesting just to see all the, all the reasons why, women and this was very popular i mean i got thousands and thousands of signups for these things the last three years but after a while it was like what are we doing like you're giving yourself five minutes to take care of yourself like what are we doing you know and and people use the excuse of like i have kids or i have i have work i have uh, this or i have that and um and i and i get that I get that. I have three kids and a partner and who works all the time and I have um, obligations. We have a farm where we moved recently. You know, I have my parents and my sister and uh, school and homeschool. I, I get it. I, I get it. I feel you and I and I was you, right? If you're feeling those feelings like how the hell? I mean, I don't even know what you're talking about. But that just for me, for me personally, that was what led up to my burn, burnout like I'd say eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, because I never looked in the mirror. I was never, and there's a lot of reasons why, which we can talk about in just a little bit, but I never looked in the mirror. I mean, metaphorically, like, well, I didn't really. I was like a hot mess, but I always took care of everyone else's needs, literally. I'd always say, oh, I'll get to that. You know, I'll get there. I'll do that. I'll, I'll register for my friends, which I loved and I adored and um, I'll register for her yoga program or I'll do this or I'll do that or I'll go to the gym or I'll do this. And I was just so entangled with my family and the kids and their needs. And of course, you know, I have a seven, a 10 and a 14 year old. So my life is way different than than having straight newborns. Like I, I have a girlfriend that has uh, almost a one year old and her lifestyle is completely different. But my invitation, no matter where you are, no matter if you have kids, if you don't, if you have a million obligations, if you're taking care of your family members, it's a it's a cultural thing that we should be taking care of other people first. And I get that. We're never and I'm never suggesting, you know, neglect your kids or anything like that. My kids live a badass life. They're they're love. They take they're thriving 
right now. There's some stuff that I need to work on with my oldest. Um, but that being said, we're, we're a phenomenal family. Like they are loved. They have their things that they need. We're teaching them boundaries. We're teaching them chores. Like we have like this Waldorf kind of theme. Um, and we have fun. We listen to music. So for me, my kids are taken care of. Okay, so so that is a that's an obvious. We're going to take care of our kids. The problem that we see and I saw so much working with these women was that it's like they were not worthy of stopping. It was like this mask of tending to everyone else, right? Like this this almost like this fire, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like this fire under their ass that they literally couldn't slow down because they were afraid of what they were going to see, right? Like, and I would, I was making these suggestions and, and just from the stuff that I have learned, I share with you, I share my vulnerability. I don't care. I'm an open book for anything. I'll share with you my, my pitfalls. I'll share with you, with you my lessons. Um, because if I can help one person take a little nugget of something that I've gone through and use it in their own life to make their lives better, that's that's it. That's karma. That's like incredible um, juju going out. So if I can help one person use something or use this tool or use this question or open up dialogue between their family members, something, then my job is done. But what I noticed was these women were so hard on themselves. It was like, and, and they didn't even see themselves deserving of taking a frigid break, right? Like, like, like they did not even, they were not even valuable enough to take care of themselves. It was like, you know, you can, and I can picture myself like this. Just imagine if you're a visual, like the baby and then the two-year-old or three-year-old and then like a five-year-old or something and just you know, one is you're wearing one, you have one maybe on your back and the other in a stroller or something and just going, 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 going. And for me, that is what stopped me in my tracks. I could not physically, because I was having these symptoms, there were these little warning signs that my body was saying, Shauna, this isn't working, you know, this isn't working. Then boom, as soon as I had my third son, it was like, yep, you're not listening. We're going to slow you down. And and my goal with everything that we do here is to get you to not experience that. You might have already experienced it. You might be on your way and I would call it burnout, whatever whatever thing that you want to call it. But we really need to slow down and look at ourselves in the mirror, right? We need to give ourselves permission. No one else is going to give you the permission. Um, we need to give ourselves permission that we're worthy and deserving no matter what. You can take a break. You can ask for help. You can do a program that, that will help you. You can hire a coach, right? You can go to therapy. You can go to the doctor. You can go to whatever whatever it is that you're needing in your life. You don't need to seek anyone else's permission, but it's on you. It's your responsibility to do that. And I think there's so much... Um, unworthiness, there's so much lack of self-worth and self-love 
that we're, it's almost like we have these blinders on that no one wants to just stop and look within. Remember the couple of episodes ago, it was like, it's easier to handle other people's bullshit because it's hard to deal with your own, right? It's harder to take that mirror upon yourself and go, whoa, these are the things that I need to work on, right? Like, and I'm not wanting this to come off strong or anything. Like I am here to support you in this, every show that we do, um, to get you thinking for yourself, get you thinking outside the box, get you having this tool or this aha or this win or just to kind of almost like plant this seed that you are worthy. You deserve to take time. You deserve to heal. You know, you deserve anything that you want in your life but when we're looking outside of ourselves, if we're looking for, you know, and I tease this too, um, if you're looking for Instagram to inspire you with, you know, there's some great shit out there too. Like, trust me, I follow some really powerful, um, you know, Instagram accounts and stuff. Um, but if you're looking for that to kind of feel that need or help give you guidance, like, yeah, like use whatever you need to use, but Everything is always within us. It's it's in with it's within you. So when we talk about self-care is bullshit, it's like, well, would you be treating yourself the way that you are currently treating yourself if you were literally devoted to yourself, right? If you were if you gave yourself permission to absolutely wake up, go go a couple of episodes back, wake up and just be devoted to being your absolute MFing best. Think about that. Think about you getting out of bed or not even and you waking up and you say, I'm going to choose me today. I'm not going to say yes to bullshit obligations. I'm going to have my boundaries. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to be devoted to myself and my healing and my journey and and coming home to myself, right? And if you woke up and did that every single day and then when you go to bed at night, you said, I did the best that I can. I'm going to go to bed with a fresh, a fresh eye and wake up and we're going to just rinse and repeat over and over and over again. Not dredging on the past, not having your guilt, because you forgot something or you did this or you did that or whatever, you literally just go to bed and cut it all off and you wake up and you try the same thing again and again, right? And we're human beings, we F up. I F up. I screwed up something um, with one of my boys' schools. We had an incident that came up and I sort of semi-reacted, but I was very proud of myself, like staying out of staying out of that, right? And 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 I'm... When we talk about this, when we talk about self-care, okay, if 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 that's what you want to call it, then then devote yourself to that. If you want to move your body and and exercise and maybe drink or smoke or eat a little bit better, like do those two two first things a little less and then um eat better or um you know, go to trauma therapy or um, find someone that can connect with you that's like spiritual or, you know, like there's so much <laughs> that we can put in this container and in this box, 
of self-care. But we have to not label it to where it's just like this thing where we just say, I'll get to that later. That's why that's why this important this episode is so important. That's why I'm saying and calling it self-care is bullshit. Because it's it's often used as an excuse. It's often used as I'll get to that later. Right? I'll get to that later. I'll get that to I'll get to myself. This is crazy. And you'll you may um you may resonate with this one. But I'll get to that when my kids are older. I'll get to that when my um, kid sleeps through the night. I'll get to that when my kids are um, out of the house. I'll get to that when I retire. And if you have that thinking, you might not even be aware of it, but like look and reflect upon your life. What are you waiting for? And, and how long will it be that your later will come? And I want you to reflect on that because take a look at our parents' generation. So my parents' generation, they're in their 70s. So any anywhere from like 60s to 80s. Look at that generation, right? I love them. They're phenomenal. They did what they could do. They did their best. No judgment, nothing. But look at what they're all dealing with as their consequences of not tending to themselves. What did they show you growing up? Self-care was never a part of my family's uh, lifestyle, my aunts, my grandma, my grandma died of, um, what did she die of, breast cancer? Um, my, uh, who else, who else? Oh, my aunt died of major cancer. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying that it's, I mean, that's, cancer is not fun. It's, it's a, it's a wake up call, right? But, and it was, it was just so tragic to see these women my grandmother had seven kids. Her, she came from, or she had a, an abusive alcoholic husband. That was my mom's dad. Um, so much dysfunction, smoking, drinking, you know, like the, the, the regular things. Maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. But I never once was mirrored, and you may relate. I never once was mirrored what it looked like to take care of myself. Hence the reason why I, I repeated that. That was on repeat for me. So I started to repeat the cycle in my own life, right? Did the same damn thing that my mom would. Even though I was, um, I was uh, aware, I was like, oh, wow, like I will never be like that. Like I'm gonna, you know, take care of my family and never put them in, in shitty situations or anything like that. And then my wake-up call was when I had my third son to turn the mirror on myself. I thought I was like, oh, I was exercising, and um, but it was always with my kids. I was so codependent and enmeshed in there if they're happy, and, and, and I could go on and on about relationships as well, but so intertwined, and I was not independent at all, and I never, ever really truly took care of myself never so that was that is what i was was mirroring was the same generational stuff that i was shown and i'm sure my parents and my grandparents and their grandparents and all of that stuff they were shown or or they were just repeating the same patterns right so my wake up call 7 or 8 years ago was like Oh my God, I cannot repeat this. Like this is, wow, a wake up call. And the journey, I, I'm, 
forever grateful of my burnout, my candida and exhaustion and uh, what was the other thing that I had? Uh, adrenal something or other. I'm so appreciative of it because I, I, I wasn't in a place to recognize my symptoms. I was just going, 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 going and literally living in survival mode, right? So we want to stop that dysfunction, right? Like our parents did the best job they could and, and there's nothing calling them out. You didn't do a good job. We are adults now. We don't need to re repeat the same patterns because that's all that we know. We can learn better, right? We can learn more. We can turn the mirror back on ourselves. We can start peeling these layers back of who we are, what we want, what's okay, what's not okay. Why am I this way? Um, am I just repeating this stuff? Like question everything. That's what I tell my oldest, my 14 year old. But um, how can you, how can we now, so you as an individual, how can you turn the mirror? How can you look and say, what is my self-care? Am I devoted to myself? Am I using this self-care, quote unquote, as, as this excuse, you know, like, because I'll get to that when. I'll get that, I'll get to that when my kids are older. I'll get to that when I have time. I'll get to that when I have money. I get, I'll get to that when I work less. I'll get to that when I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you fill in the blanks there. And I invite you, if you're waiting on something, like that later will never come. So if later never comes, then later is right now, you know, like how can you reframe the self care? Because if, if, if we were truly devoted to our self care, if you were truly devoted to your self care, um, you would be taking care of yourself every day. So how can we reframe it to where it's like, I am devoted to me today. You don't have to have any lingos. You don't have to have any self care is selfish. You don't have to have any of the like, things and the inspirations that we see on Instagram, what is it for you? What do you need? How can you reframe it so you are completely and utterly devoted to yourself every single day? Yes, you have obligations. Yes, you have work and, and people and family and things and bills and um, whatever, whatever it is. But how can you come from the place if I'm devoted to myself every single day, when I wake up, I'm just, I, I devote myself to my health and my healing and my wellness. Because when I do that, all of that trickles down into every single thing in my life. My kids get the best of me. My family does. My work gets my best. My exercise and my routine and my um, you know, I operate just more efficiently. I learn how to say no. I um, eat well. I sleep well. I, I drink water. I move my body. I have fun. I, you know, I get into myself um, and I allow myself to do that. I allow myself to heal because when you heal, you literally are changing the face of this generational stuff that, that we are a lot of us are living and for me i'm i think i've told you my my um mentors program tcp this round for me well self-love and self-worth is is a huge one but my devotion just to myself and taking care of myself um 
so I can have fun and my kids can know like what does it look like to take care of yourself right like we don't need to be shameful of our feelings we don't need to be um I don't know just the stuff that I learned when I was growing up we don't need to repeat that same stuff right and and so if I can go in and work on myself and and really truly uncover who I am and what I want my kids are going to learn and I'm going to pave the way for them as well and I know that's kind of big it's kind of deep and like oh what do you want to be when you grow up but for me like generational trauma like cutting that off at me so my kids don't have to experience it. I mean, they probably have in some some type of, you know, weird ways or, you know, un, unconscious things that maybe I've said or, um, but I'm doing my best to cut that tie from the past and not just operating on this, uh, this uh, like autopilot, the sheep that's just walking around, like I am doing things differently. Um, because I want to make a difference in my life and my family, family life in my, in my clients lives. Like I am here to do something different. And I hope for you with this episode, you can really start reflecting on like, even just look at your childhood and what you were shown in terms of quote unquote, here we go. Self care. What were you shown? What were you mirrored? What did people say? Um, I know my mom still says, oh, a mom's job is never done, you know, and I call bullshit on that because it's a whole family's job, right? Like a whole family's job to come together. Nothing needs to rest or excuse me, not everything needs to rest on the women's shoulders. And I firmly stand, stand behind that one. But that's where our self-worth comes in. That's where our self-devotion comes in. That's where our healing, our work that we're doing will give you the tools so you're not the doormat, right? So you have very firm and clear boundaries. So all of these things that you're the strong, confident person that knows their worth, knows they don't want to be, you know, dragged through mud. They they know what is okay and what's not okay and what's allowed, allowable for them. So I I hope that this one was a good one for you. And I'd really like you to just reflect on it. Take a peek at your your um, upbringing, what the women in your life, what they showed you, and then look at your own life, you know, in not a judgmental way or critical way or any kind of guilt way. It's just look at your own life and see where you might re be repeating some of these self-care patterns um, of not taking care of yourself. And how can you adjust that, rewrite it so you can make a difference for yourself and for your family? Is it devotion? Is that what you can call it? Is it self-healing? You know, is it doing what you need to do to heal so you don't carry on that stuff from the past, right? So you can be your best. Like the world wants the best of you, not, not what's left of you, right? Your family want you happy and strong and confident and fun. Like that's all the kids want. They just want fun, right? So I hope that you enjoyed. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts or anything that came up for you, um, you can always tag me at it's Shauna Bryant on Instagram or Facebook. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Shine on, 
Thanks so much for listening to The Possibility Show. We're so grateful for you. Um, We also wanted to send a huge shout out and a big thank you to none other than Stick Figure Music for allowing me to use their music in the intro and outro songs. So thank you so very much. And we'd also be so honored and so grateful if you went over to iTunes and left us a five-star review so we can reach more moms um, in this healing and this, um, you know, evolving way of life. And we're so grateful for you. See you next time. Shine on like the sun